As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Appalachia was settled by several different groups of people from Europe. The most talked about were the Scots-Irish. Second to them were the Germans, also known as Pennsylvania Dutch. Today's story comes from an old German story that'll sound very familiar to y'all. You're listening to Mountain Lore, Tales from Appalachia. German with a... Uh, Appalachian twist. Yeah, pretty much so. A little <laughs> Deutsch there, if you want to say it correctly, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> now, this is a traditional story. It's written by the Grimm brothers. Now, this is not exactly that story. I think it was called Aschenpudel, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. This is kind of a variation that's been told everywhere from Wise County, Virginia, down to North Carolina, back over to Tennessee. Kind of a mixture of all those, oh, so to okay. speak. Ashpit was a young woman who lived with a well-to-do widow woman and her two single daughters. She worked as a bond servant, or what they called an indentured servant, for this family, as did many young unmarried women many years ago. On this day, Ashpit arose from her bed of straw on the hearth, where she slept to keep warm. She went into the kitchen to begin her daily jobs, all of which her employer and her daughters gave her as they lay around doing nothing. Hmm. Lazy people, don't you think? Mm-hmm. As the day wound to a close, Ashpet was exhausted. But exhausted or not, she gave thought to the one thing that mattered to her, her future. Mm-hmm. You see, Ashpet didn't intend to remain with this family, working her fingers to the bone. She had plans. Hmm. Well, Gina, maybe not plans, but she did have hope, and she had dreams. Okay. As the day ended, Ashpit placed her straw mattress next to the dying fire. As she watched the flames dance around in the fireplace, she said a quiet prayer for her own home and for a family that truly loved her. The next morning, Ashpet was getting breakfast ready for the family when the mail arrived. Usually, the arrival of a letter was no big deal. Today, though, was different. 
You see, this letter was from the king. Oh. The letter was an invitation to the harvest fair at his farm outside of town that very night. Even better for Ashbet's mistress, the king was the father of the most eligible bachelor in the country, a handsome young prince indeed, and the mistress had two perfect daughters from which this man could choose a bride. So up flew Ashbet's employer, who began ordering everyone to get prepared to meet this young man at the harvest fair, so the daughters started trying on dresses and shoes to figure out the best outfit to impress a worthy gentleman. Oh, yeah. Ashpet's job for the day was to mend and alter the chosen dresses and to shine the shoes to a mirror finish, something which would take hours and hours to do. Ashpet, of course, wouldn't be going to the fair since she had nothing but her tattered old dress made from flower sacks. She didn't even own a pair of shoes. Oh. But she could use her talents to make the daughter's dresses stand out over all others in attendance. Hmm. With all the commotion going on over the harvest fair and what to wear, nobody noticed that the fire had gone out. Nowadays, that wouldn't be an issue, but in those days, a cold fireplace meant no heat and no cooking, so it was imperative that the fire be brought back to life. The easiest way to do that would be to go to a neighbor and borrow a few hot coals to put in the fireplace, and that's exactly what the mistress decided needed to be done. Of course, she was too important to do such a trivial job as that. Mm-hmm. And Ashpet had more important things to do at the moment, namely, make her daughter's dresses the most beautiful dresses the king's son had ever seen. So she sent her older daughter next door to fetch the coals, something she absolutely didn't want to do, but did anyway because, well, you know mama. Mm. The older daughter went to the neighbor's house, but... It being a tiny shack in her eyes, she just couldn't bear the thought of stepping inside that nasty place. So instead of knocking, she stood outside and hollered for the little woman inside to give her some hot coals. The woman replied, Come in and brush my hair with dry corn shucks and I give them to you. I wouldn't touch your nasty old head with a ten-foot pole, remarked the older daughter sourly. Go away then. When the older daughter came back home without hot coals, the mistress sent her younger daughter to fetch some. When she arrived at the little woman's house, she couldn't make herself go in either. Instead, she stood outside and hollered, I need some hot coals, little woman. The little woman replied, Come in and brush my hair with dry corn shucks and I give them to you. I wouldn't touch your nasty old head with a ten-foot pole. Go away then. At that, the younger daughter returned home in a huff. Time was running short, for the fair was to start in just a few hours. Ashpet had done her sewing duties, so the woman sent her to fetch some hot coals for the fireplace. She went to the neighbor's house and knocked politely at the door. Come in, called the old woman inside. Ashpet opened the door and entered. She said, Good day to you, ma'am. May I trouble you for some hot coals? Our fire is cold as two-day-old biscuits. I'll be glad to if you'll brush my hair with dry corn shucks. With a smile, Ashpet agreed and immediately began brushing the old woman's hair, then added a little touch by braiding it. Are you going to the harvest fair? asked the old woman. Ashpet said, of course not. She wasn't allowed to go any place like that. In fact, she said when company came to the house, she was to hide under a wash tub so she wouldn't be seen. 
Well, the old woman asked her if she'd like to go, to which Ashpet replied, Oh, yes, ma'am. I'd like that more than anything I could imagine. Well, when your boss lady and her daughters are gone, I'll come by the house and we'll see what we can do to make sure you get to go. She put some hot coals in the bucket Ashpet had for that purpose, and the girl was on her way. As Ashpet was leaving the woman's yard, she appeared at the door and called to her. I'm going to see to it you get to go to that harvest fair. I'll come by in a few minutes. Watch for me. Ashpet took the coals home and stoked the fire into a nice hot blaze. She cooked supper for the mistress and her daughters, then retired to her place near the fire. Once the two daughters had left for the fair, Ashpet went outside where she found the old woman waiting on her. The woman pulled out a mouse from one of her apron pockets and a small square of leather from another. She put the mouse on the ground and then put the leather square on its back, then chanted something Ashpet couldn't quite hear. Suddenly that mouse and the leather square was gone, instantly replaced by a fine horse with a polished leather saddle. Oh. The woman reached into her pockets again and found some cotton and seeds, which she placed on the ground. Again, she chanted over those items, and then, just as before, they were gone, this time replaced with the most beautiful dress and red shoes that looked as though they were made exactly for Ashpet. The woman said, Come, dearie, let's try this new dress and shoes on. Inside, Ashpet cleaned herself up and put on the dress and the shoes, which fit perfectly. Then the old woman picked up some dry corn shucks and began to brush Ashpet's hair with them until it shone like gold. Then the woman handed Ashpet one more thing. Here, a friend sent this for you to wear. Then the old woman put an exquisite mask on Ashpet's face with coal black feathers. I'll put your clothes near your house, safe and sound. Come back here before midnight seek change before old mistress suspects you went to the fire. Oh. Ashpet mounted the horse, which seemed to fit her exactly, and rode to the king's farm to enjoy the harvest fair. Once there, she went into the barn, where she found herself the center of attention. Hmm. Oddly, though, Gina, with the feathered mask on, nobody seemed to recognize her. Hmm. Wonder why that was. Fairy tales. Mm, Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then, of all people, the prince came up to her and asked her to dance. The two glided across the barn floor, and Ashpet was swept away. The hours to midnight passed by in what seemed an instant. Then, remembering what the old woman said, Ashpet suddenly left, got on her horse, and headed toward her house. Right behind was the prince, on his own stallion, said to be the fastest horse in the entire town. That may be so, but that horse was no match for Ashpet's horse, who just kept ahead. As Ashpet rounded a tree, she almost lost her balance, but quickly recovered. In the process, she lost one of those beautiful red shoes, which fell off her foot onto the path below. Mm. By this time, she was far ahead, and the prince had no way to catch up with her. He'd seen the shoe fall, though, so he stopped and picked it up, then returned home. Mm. Ashpet got home and changed out of that beautiful red dress. Then she quietly lay down on her straw mattress next to the fire and went to sleep, dreaming of the wonderful night she just had. The prince was determined to find this mysterious young woman he'd spent the previous evening with. He figured the best way to do that would be to find the owner of this shoe he had. Mm -hmm. So he started to call at all the houses along the route that she'd taken the night before, asking the girls he found to try that shoe on. 
Some of them were a close but not exact fit. Others were not. Soon he reached the house where Ashpet worked. He came to the door and explained about the shoe, but before he could ask the two daughters to try it on, they both nearly got into a tussle over who was going to go first. <laughs> then the older daughter grabbed that shoe right out of the man's hand and tried to put it on. She managed to get her big toe in, then the other toes, but, well, Gina, that was about it. Mm -hmm. She had a big foot. Disgusted, she yanked that shoe off and threw it on the floor. Then her sister reached out and grabbed it. <laughs> she, too, tried the shoe on. It fit her a little bit better, but try as she might, she just could not get her heel into that shoe. Mm -hmm. She pulled it off in a huff and flung it back at the prince in disgust. Oh. He asked the mistress if there were any other girls there to try on that shoe. In a huff, she said, of course not. Just then, a crow flew over the house, then landed on the wash pot in the kitchen and called, Liar! Liar! It's under the wash pot! He walked over to the wash pot and lifted it up, despite the mistress's protests. There, he found Ashpen. Oh. He gently placed that red shoe on her foot and, surprise, Gina, it was a perfect fit. Aww. Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> Ashpet got herself cleaned up and put on that red dress. Then she and the prince left to start a new life together. The king issued a decree ordering that the mistress would be forbidden from hiring another servant because of her mistreatment of Ashpet. And from that day forward, she and her daughters had to do their own chores, while Ashpet got a new life with that home and family she'd always dreamed of, thanks to the little old woman who lived next door. <laughs> Bravo! Yeah. Now that's one the other one should have been too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, everybody knows this is Cinderella. Yeah, right. Okay. That's one version of this story. This version has been told around Appalachia. Particularly, I think there was a person who was working for the government during the depression going around collecting folk tales uh-huh james adams i think was his name uh-huh and this is one of the stories he collected up there in wise county okay so authentic appalachian story here how about that well yes it is familiar red dress and all <laughs> and folks that's the story of ash pet and her dream come true another bit of the folklore from this place we call home Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Mountain Lore Podcast so you don't miss any of our tales. And as always, sweet dreams, podcast listeners. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.